Hi everyone, I want you guys all to know that I also started a brand new podcast for topics outside the world of MMA. Check it out on Spotify and iTunes and iHeartRadio. It's called The Mark the Shark Show. Check it out. Again, it's called The Mark the Shark Show, available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and more for any topics outside the realm of mixed martial arts. Check it out today. This is Jim, the podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Let's get ready to podcast! Hey guys, the spooky season is just around the corner. What better way to get into the spirit of things than listening to the two witchy hosts of the Hocus Pocus, Less Focus podcast? Host Suzanne Salzar and Denor Vasquez. They'll invite you to join them as they open up their broom closet and invite you to explore both the spiritual and metaphysical world. So sit back, relax with a well-brewed potion while our two witchy hosts bring you laughs as they focus on all this bunch of hocus pocus. You can find them on all major podcast platforms, including Spotify and iTunes. Check them out today. guys i just want to make a quick announcement you can now get my book called marcus the vampire available in audiobook format you can find it on audible acx.com and on itunes again the name of the book is called marcus the vampire the dark world chronicles it's also available on amazon.com check it out today if you can What's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. Mark the Shark MMA show. All right, guys, we're live, streaming live on Twitch right now, and eventually this will be on uh, my podcast that you can listen to on Spotify, iTunes, and iHeartRadio, and even on Audible and Pandora Radio. Today, we got a special guest, Caleb Moyer. How you doing today, Caleb? Fantastic. Sorry about yourself. Good, good, good. And then uh, what state are you from? Ohio. Oh, wow, man. That's great. Yeah, so how's it out there today? Um, about like you expect, uh, gray, miserable. Pretty common for the oh, Midwest. Really? Yeah. Uh, how, how, you were born and raised in Ohio, or? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I did a little bit of traveling around in the military, but I came back home, and uh, I kind of like it here. Oh, that's great, man. That's great. So let's get a little brief history on you. So did you start out? Um, your martial, like a traditional martial arts, and then you went into MMA, or how did it all start for you? Um, I started out like in martial arts when I was a kid, just traditional styles like karate and all that. 
And then it's like, like then pretty much like kind of life happened and like, I just never really had enough money to do it. And then eventually it's kind of like, like I kind of like had a, had a, kind of like a light bulb go off one day and it was like, you know, Caleb, you're pushing 30. You're, you've got no savings because you pretty much graduated high school during like one of the worst economic recessions in history. Like you're kind of questioning if your friends and family even like you, like you got enough time left. You're still young. You're still strong. Why not just freaking go for it? Okay. That's how I started competing. Oh, okay. What style yeah. of karate did you do when you started out? I, it's like I was just like uh, Okinawan, like just a traditional Okinawan karate. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's always good. Yeah, I started out with uh, like, Japanese yeah. style. Yeah, and then that's like I branched out, like you know, to like like to, like to five animal kung fu, capoeira, things like that. And then like actually, capoeira translated really over to Brazilian jiu jitsu, oddly enough. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was kind of surprised yeah. I got those two really go together. A lot of people don't think about like those two styles combining, but yeah. So, where do you study uh, jiu-jitsu now? Just at the MMA gym, or you go to a special jiu-jitsu school for it, or? Um, I kind of bounce around at a couple of different gyms, but right now I'm up over at uh, Revolution Fight and Fitness over here in Euclid. I uh, got a lot of good coaches there. Um, uh, George Comer, he's uh, certified uh, by the Snake Pit for catch wrestling. Yeah. Got a lot of good guys out there. Uh, yeah, I also like roll with a couple Cleveland police officers. So they got so you have people who actually use this stuff in real life. Yeah, yeah, it's very, it's very good for police officers to learn. And we got a lot of cops at the, where I train. Oh yeah, especially over on the east side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, before we, get, how long ago did you start MMA, like fighting, competing? Um, like um, I, I started. I want to say. I want to say early 2020, like late 20, like I want to say like late 2019, early 2020 was like when I really started getting into it. Okay, and how how many fights do you have in right now? Uh, current, I was like currently three. Okay, you got any yeah. fights coming up like real soon? Um, I I actually just recently got a knee injury from work, so that kind of threw a wrench into things. But yeah, we're looking at like uh, early November, early December around that time frame. Okay. Yeah, I don't got any names yet, but fingers crossed. Yeah, Kenny's a good guy. He'll put me up. Okay. Now, is it going to be there in Ohio, or are you going to be traveling out of state? Um, I'm looking. I was like, I'm looking to uh, like travel out of state. You know, like Virginia, Maryland area. Like their uh, their uh, threshold for going pro is like a lot lower. Like Ohio, you need like nine freaking fights to turn pro. Like actually, I know places like Alaska. You know, they don't even have an amateur division. You just go pro right off the bat. That's kind of crazy. But. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's like that's some wild stuff. Um, yeah, like, yeah, Virginia, Maryland, like we're trying to like get toward, over towards that area. Like it's pretty big over there, and they don't their the restrictions aren't as heavy as they are in other places. So interesting, yeah. Because I always I always remembered I thought it was always like three or four fights. Yeah, I was like, yeah, like in Virginia, I think in Maryland, you only need four fights to turn pro. Actually, my dude uh, Alec Bailey, he's uh like he's with American Top Team down in Florida. He only need like and he, they only need like two fights to go pro down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't I forget what forget what I think it's Louisiana or something like that. They changed it so not only you gotta have like two or three fights, but you also gotta have more wins than losses. Yeah, yeah. like Ohio they like yeah, Ohio like uh, Bernie he started doing a thing up here where it's like you have to it has to always like be against guys with like winning records, or whatever they're kinda of sticklers for that. It's one of those things they try to emphasize to you, but like I, I talked to everybody and like it's never been enforced, but they try to really emphasize that. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Like you can't just fight nine scrubs and then go pro. I'm like, right, this guy over here, you can't do it. All right, fine. Thanks. Thanks, Bernie. You're a good guy. <laughs> Love you. <ya. laughs> 
Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So, what did you do to your knee? Did you injure it during training or at work? Or? Um, I was like, I was like, um, it was. I was like, it was during. I was like, it was uh during work. Um, yeah, I deliver uh beer for a living, so like I'm slinging like 168, 170 pound beer kegs all day, 10 hours a day, 40 hours a week. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that's sort of like just just bound to happen. Like, I was like, yeah, like the doctor they did an X-ray of it, then they said like at first I thought I tore the meniscus. But then they're like, yeah, it actually probably wouldn't better if you tore it because then we could do something for you. But now you just got to like suffer and wait. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's just a really bad sprain. Well, it looked like angel hair spaghetti on there. It was bad. Oh, wow. Yeah. My, did you yeah. ever, look, did you ever look at the stem cell therapy? Um, You know, I looked in like I looked into that. I'm like, that is outside my blue collar budget at the moment. Uh yeah, that's a blue yeah, guys, Turk insurance is covered. I, I was lucky. I actually just got my both my knees done this week. Really? Nice. Yeah. nice like, how's it working yeah. for you? Yeah. Yeah. It's well, it's feels a lot better. I had yeah. it done on my foot twice. I had it done on my elbow. Um, it's really good, man. It works. Yeah. Now, I can I also have PRP. I really, I really don't know which would be better. But PRP, I don't think I've heard that yet. Yeah, plasma replacement therapy. That's where they take you go to a place, they take your blood, just like, you know, one needle's worth of blood, and they take all the red blood cells out, and they just keep the white blood cells, and then they inject it into the area where you have pain. And that, I felt like instantaneous relief from that. That's crazy. That's good. Yeah, I've yeah. mostly just been using uh, yoga to, like, to rehab it. Yeah, yoga's good, man. I've been doing that, uh, rehabbing my body. Yeah, uh, I was like, yeah, I mean, it, it turns you into your own chiropractor. I don't know why yeah. more people don't engage with it. I mean, like, once yeah. you get back, like, all, like, the hippy-dippy nonsense, like, that, I don't really mess with all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, no, I was like, no, my chakras are trash, and I, 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 I like them that way. Yeah. So, it once you, so your goal is to turn pro and then try to make a yeah. living at MMA? Uh, yeah, especially like, I mean, especially like, since like my parents are getting older, you know, so it'd be better, like, you know, to be able to help them out, you know, the way they helped me out when I was younger. So yeah, yeah exactly. I do, I, I do feel like some sense of responsibility. I mean, that they can't take care of his own family, much of a man, in my opinion. Yeah. So like, what would you say your fighting style is? Are you more of like a grappler or more of a striker or? Well, definitely uh, more of a striker, more of a brawler. Okay. Yeah, now, I imagine like the drunken antics of an escape mental patient, and you basically have the the gist of my fighting style. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, like it's, uh, yeah, it's like yeah, it's it's ugly to watch, but you know, like hey, you know, like it's like you know, a broken clock's right twice a day, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Is your like, style like more? Is you got more of an awkward style, like, or is it? I mean, like it's more like a like yeah. I mean, like I like to sw like switch changes throughout. Like there are a lot of like. Uh, Wild stuff. It, it pisses my coaches off. Sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse on here. Um, in, okay. Okay. Oh, that's fucking nice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm free. <laughs> um, yeah. Like no. Like it, it pisses my like, it pisses my coaches off. But it's like. But yeah. Like I have been trying to get like more of like to like more of like a fundamental style. And they like my coaches like George Comer, Tim Stafford, and uh, Russ like Juice and all them. They they've been helping me like really like dial in like what works, what doesn't. Eh. Okay. Now, yeah. Is there any particular uh, MMA fighter that you that you admire or you like aspire to be like? Or um, in terms of character, I'd say Stipe. I mean, I'm biased towards him because he's another Cleveland boy. 
you know? But like, cool. like, I was like, yeah, in terms of character, it's like, this is a guy who's like got like, like seven figure contracts and still does a dangerous job that he doesn't need to do. I mean, if I ever have a kid on my own, I hope he turns out half as good as Steve Bay. I'm just going to say that. Now in terms of fighting style, I, I turn, now in terms of fighting style, I'm a big, I, I like a lot of like a uh, sugar show O'Malley. I like him. And I also like uh Ganu. like, it's like, it's very unrefined, but also very effective, which I like. And also yeah. uh, Blaskovich. now Blaskovich, I also like him because it's like, it looks very unrefined, but it's very precise, very precise. And he's uh, fighting in 267, I think. Yeah, yeah. Are you watching UFC tonight? Uh, generally speaking, I don't really uh like pay like pay attention to that kind of stuff. I'm more of a doer than a watcher. If that makes any sense. Oh. Yeah, because okay. no, no, that makes it, perfect sense. Yeah, because it's that. like I, get that I usually don't care. Yeah, I usually don't study a fighter unless like a coach like specifically tells me to. Yeah, but like let's like sure, man. Like I mean, I actually went to a seminar like recently, like with like. <laughs> I was like, I, I even had like on my, like on my social media where I'm there on, on crutches, like trying to mimic those kicks. Cause like, that was like the, like, I got like the Thursday before that seminar was when I, was when I messed my knee up. I was so mad about that. Yeah. He must've been pretty interesting to watch. He's got like a very unique style, right? Oh, like, like oh, I'm out. Yeah. He's uh, I like, you know, honestly, his eyes were a little glossy. I'm not sure he, like that he knew where he was at the time, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, I was like, you know, like between, like, to be fair, I mean, he, he may also have been jet lagged. He's coming from a long distance away. Yeah, he might have. He might have. To, to be fair, I mean, like, I, I tell people I'm not officially awake until about 3 p.m. Everything you're seeing yeah. before that is on pilot. <laughs> That's great, man. That's yeah. great. Now, tell us about your, your previous fights. Like, how, how, was, how was your first fight? Um, my first fight, um, it's, uh, <laughs> um, it's a, like, it's about, it went about how you expect. I just kind of like went in there. Like I was going to, um, a, like a certain gym that Stipe goes to, um, strong style over there. Oh, they're like, I don't know if I, like, I want to say too, like, to me, like, I wasn't exactly getting the attention I needed to. Cause like, they're, they're a good gym for people who already have like an established like fighting career. Okay. Yeah, but if you're just starting out, it's kind of like, okay, you better, it's like, you better be like on your stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I just wanted to go, I, I signed up for my own first fight. Like, got, I was like, did all, like, did all the contacts myself. Like, I was like blowing up people's DMs like, to the point that every promoter in the area thought I was a freaking, you know, jackass, I think. <laughs> uh, I was like, that's why I work with Kenny. I was like, but I was like blowing their DMs. I'm like, give me a fight. Come on. I want to punch something. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, like got my first fight like after like three months of like going to this MMA gym, and um, I got my ass royally handed to me. <laughs> wow, that was, was yeah, like, like just royally. Or... I mean, yeah, yeah, we were doing like the Don Fry versus like that one Korean dude thing. You know, we were just like oh, throwing haymakers at each other. Sock him, sock him. Yeah, we were just doing like the like the thing. We we're just throwing haymakers at each other to see who draws first. But he put me against the cage, and per the like rules of Ohio, that's considered a losing position. Didn't change my position, and like they just said, like, all right, TKO, you're done. Like, okay, cool, but that, that's fine. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so yeah. after that experience, what made you decide? All right, I want to go back, back in the cage. Because, like, honestly, the adrenaline rush is like nothing else. Uh, like, like, when, it's like winter. It's like winter lose. Like, I just like love the uh, like adrenaline rush of just like you know. I was like, you know, because like fighting, it brings you back to like something primal almost. I don't know if you've had that experience yourself, but it's like it brings you back to something primal. It's like, you know, there's like bigger things going on than, you know, my boss is being an asshole today. You know, like yeah. there's bigger things going on like that. My girlfriend's a bitch. Well, she's not. My girlfriend's awesome. Um, 
if she ever wants it. She's great. I love her. She does, she does absolutely nothing wrong. I, the, the black eye is from falling down a flight of stairs and not because I, I cooked the chicken too long. Okay. Um, friggin', like, that's how, like, this is how I'll get canceled. Um, friggin', um, but no, like, yeah, the adrenaline rush is like nothing else. It's like, it's like winter lose. Like I'm blessed beyond measure. Like I have people that it's like, I've had like people at work who like, I don't even talk to you, like recognize me now. Ah, yeah. And it's just like, great. like, it's like, I get, and it's like, I, I was like, I get to do something that I genuinely love to do and I can just make money at. Ah, that's yeah, yeah. That's like they're the goal of everybody, right? To be able to, yeah. then it's not considered work anymore, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, do what you love. You'll never work a day in your life. I mean, like, and honestly, you know, like getting punched in the face recreationally, it's not for everybody. I'm just gonna say that right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, that's true, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'll take, I cannot. Yeah, not everybody can do that. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's a, it takes a certain type of person. Like, you have to like enjoy competing. I mean, you have to like pretty much almost be like a masochist. Like, I I would tell anybody who's considering getting into MMA that you know be prepared like or any kind of combat sport be prepared to get your ass royally handed to you by people who have no business winning but for at least a solid year hmm. and like, how, that's how like, you do on your on your second and third fight oh second like oh yeah second fight i submitted the guy in like a minute and a half and that's only because he ran away uh what'd you get him with uh like i was like no nah, first like at first i hit him with like you know like that like that big like fu jab you throw like at the, at the beginning of the round you know just kind of say like hey i'm here let's do this then clocked him with a like another hard left hook, and he started running. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna catch you. Like dunked him over, caught him in a rear naked choke. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I was like, yeah, his eyes rolled in the back of his head. It was, it was funny to watch. Um, nice guy though, really good guy. And then what? What about the third fight? Uh, my third fight. Um, that went all three rounds. Um, James Dodd, really good guy, really good dude. Um, really like really solid family man. Um, yeah, it was one of those things where it's like, he's, um, like, he's like higher level of jujitsu than I am. So it's like, we spent half the round playing his game, half the round playing my game. And like, that was like a loss by like three points. So it's like, just pisses me off knowing that, I mean, it was a fun fight. I would totally 100% fight that dude again, but that was like, it was like, <laughs> that was amazing. But I like, but I just know I have like, if I had landed one more four punch combo, like I would have won that. Mm. Yeah. So in that fight, he was. Did you find he was more superior than you on the ground, but you were more superior than him on the feet? Is that how it went? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he caught me with a haymaker in the throat, though. Like, that was – yeah, my voice was a little bit messed up for a while. Ah, uh, he got punched in the throat? That's the yeah, that's like, yeah, but, like, he caught me with a haymaker in the throat. If you, like, I think if you watch, like, the footage from, like, from that, like, I did, like, the Bruce Lee finger wag after that. and just, like, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> like, that's against the rules. You're not allowed to do that. You don't do oh, that, man. You don't do that, James. <laughs> wow, man. So, are there any so you don't watch a lot of MMA fights? You say in general? Uh or, yeah, generally. Again, like I'm more of a doer than a watcher. I mean, like if I'm trying to like analyze a person's style, maybe you know, or I'm told specifically by a coach to watch a certain fighter, then I'll do that. Okay. So yeah, but it's like, is there any sports that you watch in general, like outside the world of MMA? Uh, again, not, I'll take, again, not really, because it's like the, the amount of time I spend like watching like somebody else accomplish something. That's time I could be spending accomplishing something myself. Okay. Was, yeah. So it's like like plus like when you work full time and then you got I was like and then you go to the gym like almost as like a second like as a second like part time job, you know. And yeah, like you spend like true, 40, right? forty hours a week working, and then like and then like an, an additional like 
what is it like like 30 hours of it like you know training it, it's like you may it's like you get like 15 minutes to yourself and like how most of that is spent driving and eating yeah 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 so yeah. by the time you get home you're probably all tired and stuff and you just probably just go to bed and get up and do it again i, right? I was like I'm like, you know, this couch seems really comfortable, and it's time to get up and go to work now. Awesome. Okay, that that lap, that nap lasted longer than I planned. Yeah, that's pretty much how like most of my days go when I'm like I'm training full time. Yeah, now I was like, I'm wearing the same clothes from last night. I smell terrible. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have your sights on any particular uh, organization you like to be in when you when you turn pro? Um, I'm looking at, I was like, I'm personally, I like Bellator. I mean, UFC would be nice just because of the notoriety, but yeah, Bellator, I mean, they, they let you do a little bit more in terms of like sponsorships and like actually getting money and all that. Okay. Okay. Have yeah. you thought about like, uh, the PFL or anything like that? Um, it's like, I mean, like, cur- I was like, currently, uh, B2, they've been a pretty good series for me. Um, like Ohio Combat League, they're, they're local, they're a pretty good set of people with that. Um, like I know Kenny, he's trying to get me over at uh like over at uh Cagezilla. Like that's okay. uh, like another local promotion over there in Virginia. Okay. Yeah, and but they're, I was like, yeah, yeah, local, like yeah, local uh, MMA promotions. I mean, like that's where you gotta start out, and like I got a lot of good ones that I, that I'm like that I'm that I've, I've fought for. Okay. Yeah, BC especially a lot, a lot of good people. That's a really good promotion. Oh, okay, that's great. Yeah, so a lot of these uh, smaller promotions they pay as well or uh it- yeah i was like i mean i was like i mean well is a four-letter word but they do pay okay yeah, yeah i don't know i didn't think they would pay that well but like it's yeah like i mean amateur well. level i mean i was like amateur level i mean everybody's eating a shit sandwich yeah <laughs> yeah right yeah <laughs> and then probably ticket like, proceeds, uh, right? I, I, yeah it's like that's like okay we got flight hotel we got food all right well i was I was like, well, I was going to make my car payment this month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you do anything? Have you been doing a lot to promote yourself lately to get your name out there or no? Um, in addition to being an Instagram thought, um, not too much. I, I, I was like, honestly, I trust Kenny for most of that stuff because, I mean, he's been in the game a bit longer than I have. Okay. That's great. Like, and that's, great. that's how I ended up here. Yep. Yep. That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Now, if you got, if there's any like sponsors that that may be interested in you or any pipe promoters, like what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Um, honestly, you can find me on Instagram at at the fighting underscore Caleb. That's probably honestly the best way to get a hold of me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, Caleb, it was great having you on the show. Hopefully, like you're, you what did you say? You're gonna fight in November? I think you said. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So what we could do is like when you're when you get closer, well, well, it's like two months away, like either maybe like a week before or after the fight, you know, you can get, have your manager get in touch with me. We'll bring you back on. Maybe we could do a recap of that fight. It'd be great. Hey, I yeah. look forward to it, man. Yeah, man. All right, guys. That's the end of this week's episode of the Mark the Shark MMA show. Uh, when you guys get a chance, don't forget to pick up one of my books, either Marcus the Vampire or the Cabal. You can see it on my website www.retorofamilybooks also available on amazon.com if you're a fighter or an mma promoter that's interested in being on my podcast go to www.marktheshark.mmashow.com and hit the become a guest page if you're interested in sponsoring the show hit the become a sponsor page 
and we support the help. And if you can, everybody, if you're listening to this, donations are more than welcome. You can make a donation on the website as well as buying a hoodie or t-shirt. It goes a long way to supporting the podcast. And that's it, everybody. Appreciate the support. See you guys next week. Same time, same channel, Twitch, website, YouTube, Spotify, everything. All right, guys. Take care. Hey guys, just want to let everybody know that if you're looking for a good suspense thriller action novel, check out the book written by me, Mark Bashar, called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. If you go to my website now, Books, you can get an autographed signed copy for only $8 plus shipping. Again, go to www.retortofamilybooks.com. guys we're at the end of our show this is mark retorto i'm signing off and don't forget to follow us on our facebook page it's called the mark the shark mma show and it's mark with a c not a k and also feel free to leave us messages by using the anchor app and also don't forget if you look in a mood for a good action thriller book to buy my book called the cabal the saga begins it's available on amazon and barnesandnoble.com and if you need a good book for your kid get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com Alright guys I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week Thank you